0: Hello internet, and welcome once again to Gaming Gumbo, it's Saturday at 7pm Eastern, we're live twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, that means we're gonna wrap up the week in gaming, I'm Mike Vern, your host as always, and I've got my panel, my illustrious panel, my fantastic panel, my panel of internet celebrities, absolute icons in the industry, (laughs) ready to talk about games with me if you'd like to chat games with us we're of course doing the show live saturday 7 p.m twitch.tv slash ready check radio if you're listening on spotify or watching on youtube thank you so much very kind of you if you have a moment Head on down to readycheckradio.com in the upper right-hand corner. You'll see all of our socials, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. Follow, subscribe, turn on the notifications to tell your friends if you like what we do and you want to see more of it. It's the easiest, fastest, and cheapest because it's free way to support us. And while you're on the site, you can check out the backlog of all the other podcasts, including uh, the Relic Grind and the currently on hiatus Snowbound uh blizzard podcast joining me to go through the news today as always mr jason winter you are looking dapper this evening sir i just gotta why, say thank you. yeah yeah thank you you, uh, you ready for a show
1: uh you know i'm as ready as i'm gonna be i suppose
0: i didn't say well wh- i'm a little
1: sad though i'm a little why? sad
0: Why? wait why are you sad
1: uh, well, i'm sad because you know you, you i mean you follow sumo don't you just you know right no. you're a sports guy right no, no you don't you don't.
0: Oh. Oh. I've seen funny sumo oh. videos, and I do know you're into it, so I send them to yeah. you occasionally. But no, I don't. I don't watch <laughs> yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Hakuho retired this week. He's he's like the greatest of all time. 45 championships. Just yeah. He, he's the Tom Brady of sumo, basically.
0: And, uh, and he, right is now, he so. is he leaving on top?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He actually uh, his last tournament, he won all all his matches.
0: There you go. The I mean, that's the <laughs> way to Brady. do it, I guess.
1: But yeah. his knee is like bad, like really bad. So.
2: There you
0: go. Also on the line, the resident artist for Ready Check Radio. Yod, how are you?
2: I'm doing all right. Just thinking about, you know, tabling at cons again eventually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like so for people who don't know, you are you and, and you and the missus, your wife, you're you you are like big con people, but you do like all kinds, not just you, but her as well. Like do all kinds of very artistic type stuff for cons. Like you tell a little, uh, everybody, everybody knows you draw and you do graphic design and stuff like that. They could see it right down now on the screen and on basically everything on the channel, but you do, you and your wife do a hell of a lot more, including like cosplay and stuff like that too.
2: Uh, she did, she did some cosplay. I, uh, help out occasionally on some friends that do cosplay stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I do convention work. Like uh, the sketch you see behind me right there is a concept sketches for one of the uh, convention mascots up in Nashville. That was this one was back in 2012. But yeah, it's it's been a couple years, and you know, yeah, it hasn't really exactly go been
0: good conditions for the cons. No, it has uh, not. over the last eighteen months or so. <laughs> They are starting to come back up a little bit. Please be safe. Obviously, we would love for you to have those experiences. They're Um, tremendous, but please be safe.
2: Yeah, my next thing would be I'm I'm looking at if Momocon down here in Atlanta is running next year. Probably going to do that if it's safe.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of that, there will be no Gaming Gumbo next Saturday. That's the 9th. Of October. And why is that? Yeah, because there's a con. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We will be doing uh, the the Relic Grind on Thursday, but we will not have Gaming Gumbo on Saturday. Uh, My son, my daughter, and I are going to head a few hours east, about four and a half, five hours east of the city of Pittsburgh, headed towards Philadelphia to go check out Too Many Games Con at the Expo Center there. Masks required, even if you're vaccinated, which we are. So they are they're doing everything protocol-wise that they, they should do uh, to keep everybody safe and have a good time. But it's a retro gaming convention, uh, video game-wise, board game-wise, TCG-wise. So we will be streaming next Saturday. Multiple times, probably. We'll do like an hour or two before lunch, hour or two after lunch, hour or two in the evening type deal. So follow twitch.tv slash Radio you'll get to check out the cons with us. I know when we streamed from Disney, that was quite popular uh, just to kind of you know chill and hang out. But this will be a lot of fun and I'm hoping to find some great prices on some retro stuff to refill some pieces, some holes in my uh, video game collection. But let's uh, get to the news. Uh, and we're gonna start on a bad note, that way the rest of the show can just be a good note. Uh, on the good side of this, Blizzard was fined. And I guess, like, if you have to take away a good part of this, Jason, Blizzard did get some piece of financial accountability on something. So the EEOC in the United States here, the uh, forgive me, I think it's the Equal uh, Employment Opportunity Commission, is that it? EEOC, yeah, I think so. Yep. Uh, they find Blizzard eighteen million dollars as a result of investigations that have they have been doing. For a few years now now these are independent of the charges from california these are independent of any charges by employees these are independent of the charges that we expect to be forthcoming from the communication workers of america union the cwa so totally independent of all that that stuff's still going on the sec's investigation is still going on that we talked about last week that has nothing to do with this this is a different charge uh, alleging a lot more a, to come. Yeah, alleging a lot of the same, um, asking them to compensate and make amends to eligible claimants for things like, uh, you know, uh, workplace and, and discriminatory practices, things like that. So they're all in the same ballpark. Different charges, though, different investigation. And you might say, OK, cool. 18 million. They got a slap. Uh, I'd argue, you yeah, that it's even a slap. Let's put this into perspective. Yeah. Jason and I did this already on the Always Online podcast on MMOBomb.com. That is up on YouTube, on MMOBomb's page, and on MMOBomb.com. Visit the .com. That's what pays the bills. That's what keeps Jason and I eating dinners. Um, we talked about it there. I want to put it into perspective for you. In 2020, Blizzard's revenue exceeded $8.09 billion with a B, billion, with a B. That's their revenue, not their profit, I understand, but that's their revenue stream. If you break that down, Mm -hmm. divided by (laughs) 365.25, that is a little over $22 million in revenue in a single day. The fine was 18 million, less than what they made in a single day of revenue in 2020. Let's put it further into perspective. Call of Duty Warzone itself is estimated to make slightly over $5 million in revenue per day. And that's not even the the upcoming Call of Duty with pre-ordered, no, that is Warzone. It's been out for a while. What's going
2: on right now. Yeah,
0: it's been out for a while. Makes a little over $5 million a day. Uh, the fine is absolute bullshit, garbage fine for these allegations in my estimation. We don't know how many claimants might be eligible for a settlement out of this fund, Jason, if there are excess funds left over, which I don't think there will be, but if there are, they would all, they're also designating different charities that they will go to as well. So it's not like Blizzard gets some of that money back. It's good to see him find, but this is this is a parking ticket to Jason Winter, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I think a parking. I think I had a parking ticket once, and it was like thirty dollars. So, and I just did the math that this is the equivalent. If you made like fifty grand a year, this is equivalent of one hundred eleven dollars. So, it's a little more than a parking ticket. Probably less than a speeding ticket,
0: though.
2: So each claimant <sighs> can, you know, buy ramen for dinner that night.
1: <laughs> well, but not, a not the good kind, the chan
2: Sure, sure.
0: Uh, it's kind of it's kind of unreal, yad. Yeah, it's like you want to see bad behavior punished, whether you're rich, right. entitled, middle class, you know, struggling financially, you know, any of that stuff. It, it, bad behavior should be punished. Uh, Tarkov in chat saying that they would put this in the ledger under miscellaneous losses. I made the point. Right. I made the point, Yad, that, uh, you know what, this this is a rounding error for this company. It's
2: less than petty cash.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it probably is like global. A uh, company petty cash? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Just, oh, we need to buy some more toner. Oh, just, you know.
0: <laughs> so long-term, it's then let the me let me pose the question to you two gentlemen. Are there going to be long-term repercussions for Activision Blizzard as a company, whether it's from the SEC, whether it's from California, or are these things just going to buzz through the system, get settled for paltry amounts that are, well, by comparison to their revenue, paltry amounts, uh, and then we move on. Like I, I want to see big changes there. And that doesn't necessarily, in my mind, mean that they need to shell out hundreds of millions of dollars in penalties and fines and things like that. Uh, maybe that will help victims, certainly. And maybe that's what they're after and entitled to, certainly. I don't think it's required to have reform there and change in the company yard, uh, but... I I'm just worried that like this is gonna be another one of those Hey, how many of the Enron guys went to jail? You know what right. I mean?
2: They're they're just gonna pay pay a cash settlement and get out of it and then hope the uh community forgets after a while. I mean it, it would be really good to see actual execs change and and you know, actual policies and, and contracts and stuff become different and more fair and the you know not needing uh, requiring you to have what what was the the um arbitrary uh, arbitration yeah arbitration clause in there where the company will you know it, it will was it is pays for the arbitrator and therefore you know the arbitrator basically backs the company that's that's bullshit
0: yeah uh, on the good side of Tarkoth again saying, you know, it depends on how aggressive California is, Jason. And I think there's probably a little more a little more teeth to that one simply because it's the state of California and not the feds sure. and you know, that legislation and uh, legislative body in California might try to be a little aggressive, but you still need an AG willing to back you on that right. aggressiveness.
1: Yeah. And the only Well the only thing That is going to really matter And the other one too Big is the uh, shareholders Yeah That they also have A suit against them as well And that's what it all Comes down to You know They'll pay an $18 million Fine or a $20 million Or you know You see companies say Oh we uh, You know We uh, wrote this project off At a loss of $30 million. It's like okay Whatever You lose like Eight cents off your stock price Or whatever the next right. day So no big deal And that's what it's Going to come down to Is what do the shareholders Think of it And what do Which is only going to Really be affected by the actual money that comes in, which is going to be affected by what players do, what the fans mm-hmm. do. I know there's all the talk of, oh, we should still support the devs. We don't want to like, you know, you know, you still buy the game, support them, make sure that the regular people don't get hurt by this. But there's no way around it. There's there's no way to do it without, I think, with some of those people, basically innocent people, getting hurt in the process. Otherwise, it's it's just a hostage situation. Yeah. You got you got to really pay Bobby Kotick, or otherwise there there something bad is going to happen to these people. So. I just don't see how you do that without the possibility of something bad happening to the rank and file workers which could happen even if they were making record profits so what's the difference anyway
0: Right yeah right so well the... and Q just said the same thing in chat that you finished up with there regular employees are getting hurt anyway
1: Yeah
2: Yeah. You know? so i mean do the, do those employees actually want to work there anymore is another thing
0: Well they I, want I, to work they want
1: yeah. to make they want to make overwatch they want to make world yeah, of absolutely. warcraft absolutely yeah, they don't yeah. want the other right. crap you know
0: yeah. Right, but is, they would like to be able to, to make to- World of Warcraft without getting groped at 8 p.m. by three <laughs> like, drunk guys crawling through the cubes. You know, that, that's yeah. it exactly. Is I it mean, this perfect? is such a crazy idea of what I might like to do for a living. Please don't grope <laughs> me.
2: Yeah. <sighs> oh goddamn. Anyway,
0: uh, a little yeah. credit where due. I don't have this in the show notes, Jason. You already know this though, so you can chime in on it. Bungie, formerly in Activision has released a number of things this week talking about uh, m- being more proactive on these types of categories, whether it be diversity, whether it be accessibility, whether it be representation from underrepresented communities on their board, on their staff. And their you know their board is made up of uh, f- over 50% uh, females in other underrepresented communities. So uh, different inclusi- inclusory positions that they have hired and the removal from their employment contracts of things like... Arbitration clauses,
2: which is where I got that from. Actually,
0: <laughs> well you actually read
2: MMO mobomb No, he didn't. He, no, off of no he no, read it know. on Kotaku. God yeah,
1: exactly. okay. is
0: the king of <laughs> linking I'm stuff to, to us in uh, Ready Check Radio's discord private Discord uh, and not realizing he, he'll, he'll, here's a Kotaku link. And both Jason and I are like, Would you please just go to MMOBomb.com we posted that yesterday. <laughs>
2: you expect me to remember things from yesterday. That doesn't happen. post it okay?
0: then. Post it when you see it
1: on a mobile. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Bungie, yeah, Bungie, it looks like, is maybe actually getting ahead of the curve, unlike all these other companies that have mm. seen this crap happen for the past couple of years, and and then still haven't happened to them anyway. So.
2: It doesn't that's make me wonder if that's one of the reasons why Bungie got out of their contract as soon as they could with Activision.
0: Yeah, so I wanted to be altruistic and put good uh, intentions on them too when I was doing the Always Online podcast on Friday. And I asked Jason and and Troy on the show the same thing. I was like, you know, maybe this had a little something. Obviously, it's probably not the only factor to maybe Mm. wanting to get out of Activision. But then it does kind of paint them in the light of, if you knew this was going on in Activision and you split and you didn't say anything, you're just as culpable. So, hmm. Uh, And then the second factor was Jason going, no, it was money. It was, just, it was it a lot was of money. it was money. Yeah. I'm, I'm
2: sure a lot of it was money. It, I'm, I think it's it also had something to do probably with how they were telling the story in Destiny, because that has changed quite a bit since they split from Activision. Yeah.
0: Anyway, just that's not in the yeah. show notes. Just a little credit yeah, to them. Yeah. Now, I don't want to spend too much time on this next topic, but I think people would comment uh, what the hell's wrong with you. If we didn't, a little MMORPG called New World came out this week <laughs> by Amazon Games. Don't know if you've heard of it. of it. Don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, it was supposed to come out a couple months ago and then a year ago and then a couple months before that, but it did finally come out. I will tell you, if you want full breakdowns, and I mean most of the show breaking down the good, the bad, the ugly, the cues, all of that stuff, go check out the Always Online podcast. It's the newer version of the free-to-play cast on mmobomb.com. It's right on the site at the top in the banner, the most recent episode. Because Troy uh, Blackburn, the noob fridge, Jason and I, we spend the entire show almost breaking down every aspect of week one of New World. But in the interest of this being a weekly gaming wrap-up and this is pretty big news for the week i do want to give all three uh hosts here including myself uh, just a little chance a few min- minutes to kind of give you their overall thoughts we're not going to dissect the cues and all that so go watch always online for that stuff but here's some overall thoughts i'm going to start with jason because jason didn't even plan to buy the game
1: uh okay I think that's it um Yeah, it's like, I find myself going into this without any, with very little knowledge too, overall, of the whole systems and everything, because I hadn't paid attention a whole lot, because I wasn't playing Well, yeah, you you
0: already was like, I'm not going to buy it, so you weren't following progression of dungeons and warfare and all that jazz.
1: So I'm kind of learning as I go, and what it's realizing to me is, I feel like, the fact that I, it's not an MMO for beginners, is what I'm thinking, is is a big part of it. Because The fact that I know how to do a lot of things, I have an idea of how... Just in general, how uh, not, not like how crafting works. Now you have to go and find different things in different places and so forth. It doesn't do a great job of explaining a lot of its concepts. But thankfully, because I have so many years of experience, I'm doing okay, doing okay with it. But still, even struggling to figure out a few of even the higher level, not, not level in terms of the game like the, you know, your your number, but in terms of like the higher concept ideas of it. And that I think is going to be an issue in the long term. Because Amazon doesn't want something that people are going to struggle to figure out, especially new people. They want something everyone's going to, everyone gets into, makes up for that $500 million, whatever they spent, and gets as many people as possible in there.
0: Ninja and chat agreeing with you, kind of summing it up, saying it doesn't hold your hand.
1: Yeah, it doesn't hold your hand, which is not necessarily a terrible thing if you want that kind of game. Certainly MMOs can do that, but not big time want to be like WoW or even Final Fantasy 14 kind of games. My thought is that new world is going to look different in about two a year or two years it's going to look a lot different than it does now because they're going to have to make some of those changes whether you like it or whether you like how it is or not they're going to have to do that to keep those kind of people or bring in those kind of people at some point
0: yeah and there were some people in chat when we did the always online podcast that said the same that said it's a little too sandboxy and while there is a market for a sandbox it's uh mmorpgs it's Not what Amazon needs or as our Amazon's executives are going to want financially is that niche market of a sandbox. I kind of feel like it's in the right in the middle. Like if you think back, if you think back, this started as a pure survival game, right? Like when I was in very, very early alphas and everything, it was just like, here's your naked ass on an Island. Go find some wood and get warm quick, brother. Cause I don't know what else to tell you. You know, that's where its roots were, whereas a, a survival game that kind of morphed its way into let's make this an MMO. I remember, Jason, thinking way back when we saw that initial reveal trailer at I think it was E3, right? And you and I Who were talking that? and whatever it was, we, it was years ago. and We said, that looks neat. I like that trailer. But after I read a little bit about it, it's just going to be another survival game and I don't care. <laughs>
1: I looked it up. actually it was TwitchCon 2016. Was it when TwitchCon? It was gotcha. When they, had, they had a Battle Royale, which was Crucible. Yep. They had an Arena Battler game, which was Breakaway. And they had a Survival game, which was New World. That's what the Those were the three big things at yep. the time. And, and, and Freycor I, and
0: Chad saying their a game was originally Hardcore Survival. Yeah. So I'm yep, not sure yep. they ever want to be Theme Park. I disagree there because I think it, the reason it's not Hardcore Survival now is because they needed and recognized we yeah. got to start incorporating some theme park elements their dungeons were are a relatively new thing to the game when you mm-hmm. think about its development cycle
1: that's the thing i'm hearing about too is like there's no like the end game is all pvp which is just no
0: it's a big really? part of it it's it's like the faction warfare is a huge part of the end game and i don't even fault them for that like there is val- there is value in that type of end game yod it might not personally be my I- end game but when you have a pvp dominated end game that is infinite player creativity uh, I understand or that player creation of the content rather than waiting for the devs you might not like that game style and that's totally valid then you wouldn't play it there are to be fair other things to do at end game it is not a strictly pure pvp end game and I expect there will be more pve elements in future updates to the end game when it comes to new world but I don't blame them for that. Will I enjoy it? Yeah, I don't know. But question. we'll see. Go ahead, Yud.
2: Because uh, the like in a lot of MMOs, especially like back in the day with Warcraft and all that stuff, once I finish doing everything on PVE, like you go through the dungeons, you go through the high level gear, you go through the raids and all that stuff, and you're not uh, you're tired of dailies, all that stuff. That's when I normally ended up in pvp right you know mm-hmm. you, you, when you got nothing you else to nothing do. Al- yeah there's <laughs> nothing else to do so you might as well just go in there and wreck some people in pvp yep um even a destiny i mean i i don't normally go into pvp i find myself this week going into iron banner and wrecking people but um normally that's not something i do until everything else is exhausted and if the in the game that's what the final thing is you know that that's what your end game. Well, don't is get me wrong. There are be.
0: other things. Like Chad is talking about PVE invasions. There, there are those at end game. Of course, yeah, crafters and gatherers and 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 stuff like that. Their their end game is the market. That's not unique to New World. That's you know yeah. generally any game where some there's crafting and gathering involved. Uh, so there are things to do. Uh, But yeah, Faction Warfare and PvP is a big part of it. I'm gonna tell you this, I reserved judgment for a while. I'm actually enjoying the game far more than I thought I was going to. And I took part in about half a dozen different tests from way early alpha all the way through the betas. The only one I didn't do was the last beta before this launch because I was just sick of doing the beginning stuff again. I didn't want to do it again. Um, I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. Will I continue to enjoy it? I don't know. There's a lot of nifty things in it. I laid it all out in both the Ginger Prime podcast that I was on on Friday and the Always Online. So I'm just going to kind of leave it on this show on... I'm going to give it a thumbs up for now. We'll see in a couple of weeks, in a couple of months, if I'm still giving it a thumbs up. We'll see.
1: But you know what I don't hate?
0: What don't you UI. hate? Yeah, and the inventory. <laughs> you do not Sorry. hate the inventory. I
1: know. I especially want to make y'all know that I don't hate the UI. <laughs>
0: It is one of those games that we will warn you, uh, it is a time sink. This is yeah. not an MMO that you can jump into, hit the duty finder, run a dungeon, and then go catch the bus to work. This is one that you, know, you wanna be a meaningful crafter, you are gonna spend hours and hours and hours and hours chopping down trees, and then hours and hours and hours leveling up the crafting Uh, And even just weapons, like it—it is—it is is a time sink. The more time you put in,
2: there's no casual.
0: There, I would not say there's any real casual aspect to this. You could certainly play it casually by yourself, but there's going to be a lot of different things that you never really get good at uh, in the game, and some features that you just never take part in. So.
1: Which is always, which is okay for like, a, almost for like a single player game, but for an MMORPG, that's kind of tough because you want to yeah. keep up with your friends and so forth. So. It's one exactly. of those things
0: where like everything I said sounds great. You're like, man, that would be very immersive and I'd like to try that. And you have to get mm-hmm. good at things by doing them. And you know what? I agree with you, but they don't hold in the modern MMORPG market. They're right. one of those, remember when, wow, and this and that and this, oh, that was so great. Well, yeah. let's do it again. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to fucking do it again. <laughs> I don't want to do it again.
1: Yeah, I'm seeing all the people that are like, oh, look at how many pe- people it has on uh, on Steam. Look at all hundreds of thousands. I'm thinking, yeah, so does WoW Classic. Mm-hmm. How's, how's that going? Everybody still playing that? No? Why not?
0: Yeah, Justin uh, we're, and I are just going to disagree on this. He, he says in chat that he, he agree, argue that it is a game for casuals. A casual can come online for a bit and easily see growth in sure. something. Uh, yeah, and by I guess by that strictest definition, yeah, sure, you can go and you have twenty minutes. You go cut down some trees, and you 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 leveled up your logging fifteen to twenty levels. Okay, but it takes fifty for you to get to the next tier of being able to cut things down, and then all the crafting that you have to do on top of it. As far as m- I'm talking about like meaningful end game stuff, you're gonna have to put a lot of time into into the early stuff that's not a bad thing by the way don't don't misconstrue me as slamming it I'm all for something I gotta sink a little more time into I like a game where hey I put some time into it therefore I'm just better than Jason at this particular thing I'm all for it I'm all for it which is fine which is
2: fine yeah uh, but that that means you you are excluding a section of the you could be that can't absolutely yes absolutely and the problem and is if
1: Mike wants to do something with Jason then he can't exactly because he's level fifty and I level twenty so
2: exactly
0: we'll see it's very yeah. it's very interesting I give it a thumbs up so far uh, and the launch has gone far better than I thought it would with the exception of Q's. go watch always online where we kind of break <laughs> that down go watch the Ginger Prime podcast I did Friday with Lono and Chris and Brian. Uh, we broke all of that down, and uh let's even, even let 's keep getting better better, right? We talked about the bad in the game industry, but it 's not all bad, Jason. we got a wholesome no. story this week about why we God do. of War Ragnarok was delayed. What happened here?
1: We got a wholesome story and it 's all about hip replacement and knee surgery <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ooh. it's a back cheer it 's a cheerful it it's a cheerful, happy story.
1: About lots of surgery, yeah. Uh, Christopher Judge, the actor who plays Voices of Kratos, of course was a big time uh, on on Stargate. Uh, He apparently was the reason why God of War was delayed.
0: A voice Um, actor. The voice actor. Yes. Well, the main voice actor. Granted, but a voice actor. We've seen them often replaced, even prominent characters. Hell, we saw Kiefer Sutherland get thrown in for Solid Snake Uh, because they wanted a name that was Hollywood and not David Hayter. Mm-hmm. So we've seen high-profile voice actors replaced. He was not. But,
1: but Christopher Judge posted on Twitter this week to say that to my to the beloved fandom, God of War Ragnarok was delayed because of me. August 2019, I couldn't walk. Had to have back surgery, both hits replaced, and knee surgery. They waited for me to rehab. And he continues on, where is it? Uh, that's right, it's a multiple tweet thing. But basically, if you just read that much, you see that, yeah, I, They stopped because of, they they delayed the game because of his rehab to wait for him.
2: Which is amazing.
1: Yeah, they said uh, no threats, no who do you think you are, nothing but love and support. Sony Santa Monica has never said a word about the delay and what caused it. Studios are assholes, but this company from top to bottom should give us hope. What they did for the crew is way more that I can't talk about, but I've said to all involved it's the classiest thing that I've ever heard about in this business
0: yeah Corey uh, Barlog, the creative director over at Santa Monica Studio and director for God of War, if you remember, he took all the heat and responsibility for the game being delayed when when they announced it back and and they were getting all that criticism and everything. he took the heat. like he said nobody said anything. And when judge decided, yad, okay, I'm gonna tweet this and and put it out there, Barlog chimed in. On it, you know, saying, Hey, I'd walk through a thousand fires for you, my friend. Uh, yep. And he put in this tweet the, you know, the Aragorn <laughs> gift from uh, Fellowship that says, You have, you have my, my sword, sword <laughs> you know, and all that stuff. I was absolutely tremendous, absolutely tremendous stuff. This is the kind of stuff I like to see. Mm-hmm, definitely. So there are still some good studios out there. <laughs> <laughs> kind
2: kind of. of. Kind of. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Let's talk acquisitions, gents. <clears throat> Sony has picked up Bluepoint Games, and I got to say, I'm not even remotely surprised uh, at this one. Now, we've talked on the the shows before about Microsoft acquiring studios and possibly maybe looking at acquiring another one. We've also talked about Sony picking up uh, House Marquee, the, or House Marquee, the one that did uh, Returnal, excuse me, and some other smaller Hmm, hiccup uh, <laughs> companies along the way. but now Sony has picked up Blue point. If you don't know who they are, they've kind of been instrumental right in some uh, remakes of games including the Demon Souls remake that is very well received and is tremendous on the PlayStation 5, has picked them up. This is a I like this acquisition for them. I like this acquisition for them, yad. This is it, it uh, makes sense, and they want to make original games too. We, mm-hmm. They've already proven their pedigree time and time again with remakes. They oh, know yeah. how to do a remake, man. But now they also yep. want to go into original games, and now they've got Sony's backing and blessing. And by the way, exclusivity is is what'll happen here, just like we're seeing everywhere else. Right. And I think that's the key. This is a nice grab for Sony. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they're, they're looking, I think Sony is looking more for um, as opposed to what Microsoft did with Bethesda where it was an established massive buyout. Um, they're looking to build a community with exclusive games, which is fine and it's a different, a different aspect of the gaming industry not directly going up against what um, Microsoft is doing not directly, but it's it's a way to do it, and they I think they've picked up a a really good prospect with uh, Bluepoint here, especially since a lot of their uh, employees seem to have over fifteen years of experience, and they want to do some cool stuff. So, hey,
0: I, it's a straight thumbs up, Jason. I mean, it's yeah. a it's a nice buy. Yeah, it's a nice buy. Yeah.
1: Makes sense. It'll probably reduce the. Paperwork or whatever other bureaucracy that gets in between doing the stuff, so and we, both
0: of them seem happy. Like in press sta- obviously it's PR oh, statements, always, but, yeah, right? <laughs> but but uh, you know, I kind of got a feeling from uh, the Blue Point side that they they genuinely were happy about this. Just the, some of the statements they made, the way they were worded, weren't weren't quite as PR y as Sony's, you know, corporate speak. Then Yad, you linked, and we're talking about, hey, look, remember we talked about Netflix wanting to get into gaming. Well, uh, they're going to go ahead and pick up their own game companies, too, huh?
2: That, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can see this type of game gaming setup because they're doing, um, What which company was that that they picked up there? Uh,
0: Night School Studio.
2: Night School Studio, yeah. They, company so, behind
0: Oxenfree and After Party. Mm,
2: and they did some work with Telltale, from what I remember. Um, they they were supposed to do a Stranger Things game that never got released. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They did work with Telltale right. on that. Yeah.
2: But the Telltale setup, and um, I mean, I didn't, I've never played the, the games that they they put out, but uh, it's it's all like, what choose your own adventure type deal, where it's it's not that much quick yeah, reflex like action. Games, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not saying they're bad games. It's just a different type of game, and I can see that being a good first step for a company like Netflix which isn't exactly structured for video gaming yet.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of, you know, it's it, it, let's do a little interactive media before we start doing right. games across the cloud, Jason, right? Right. So you got more I, it, things it like kind of makes sense uh, to me too. Uh, right, more, a little more small types of games like, a little um, small
2: um, layer and Space Ace where, you know, you hit the button and he does something as opposed to, you know, a full controller Twitch gaming.
0: I kind so. I, I kind of like it. It's kind of surprising yeah. they went this small, though, Jason. Like I, I don't I don't know.
2: I don't
1: know. Not to me. I think it makes sense that they'd go after something smaller because they're just. It well, I feel like it's a little more different of a genre for Netflix to be getting into games, which is not. Speaking of a uh, interesting PR, just the one line in the in the blog post by Night School. It said. Our exploration is a narrative gameplay and Netflix's track record of supporting diverse storytellers of such a natural pairing. Uh,
0: okay. okay. Yeah, I, I guess. They do
2: have a varied bunch of storytellers and a varied quality of storytellers. I mean, I think yeah. it makes
0: sense overall. Let's—we don't do games at all, so let—and we're gonna do cloud stuff. And hey, we we're kind of still feeling our way around here. Let's start with like. Okay, let's take a movie or a TV show and make it a little interactive, and that's basically what this company does: is interactive storytelling. Not quite like visual novel, you know, that far. It's a little more interactive than that, but not a whole lot. So, kind of, kind of makes sense to me, I guess. We'll see. We'll see. I don't think this is by any stretch of the imagination the last time we'll be talking about Netflix picking up a gaming company at this point. Uh, I I think they'll just those will keep coming. But here, here's you know what. We're on twitch.tv slash right now. Let's go ahead and bash them a little bit. (laughs) Everybody else is. Right, everybody else. Well, okay, you know what? Let's give the good first then, Jason. The good. Okay. Right, the, the, the good. Things could change. In fact, they already have. It was later confirmed. So this is all said and done. You have these Twitch settings now that you can actually set things up So that people cannot interact in your chat unless they have verified their account via a phone number instead of just the old school email, which, you know, they're a little easy to spin up. I'm just saying you can spin up an email. Hmm. Um, This is, I think, a good thing. I think it's a step in the right direction. A lot of people are kind of maybe attributing it to their boycott and stuff like that. I kind of think that this was... In development prior to that stuff, because this isn't exactly something you just immediately roll out uh, in response to in less than a month, basically. Uh, just to a say, boycott.
1: and remember when we were talking about how you know the twenty eighteen million the Blizzard made was like less than they make it they paid was less than they make it a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a one day boycott of Twitch, in which not everybody boycotted, so they didn't lose that much money. Yeah, it was so estimated it between
0: five and fifteen percent of their revenue that day. Is that yeah, that they also, lost. Well,
1: Five fifty percent of one three hundred sixty-fifth of their resume. Yeah, that, that's nothing. Yeah. That didn't shit. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> but this is a good a good thing, right? I, and there are multiple options that you can go through on this. Like you could literally require everybody to have phone number verified accounts to comment. You can require that they be followers of yours for certain days, uh, or or you know a certain time period before they can do it. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of controls. So if you're if you don't know, go check out your Twitch Creator uh, Control Page. And you can see all the different options that you you can do with this. Hopefully helps with like the stupid hate rating and stuff that's been going on uh, on Twitch for a long time now. At least it's nice to start yad, seeing some of these mitigation content creator safety controls and mechanisms going in. I want to see more of it, though, because to me, this is just an, an, a step one.
2: Yeah, this just a patch. This is a quick patch. And like you guys said, it they had to have been working on it for a while because you just don't roll something like this out in yeah. two seconds. And
1: then Twitch decided... Had, go ahead, Jason. Sorry. I was going to say, I wish they had a way to uh, be able to... You can ban words in chat. I wish I could ban followers. Because I want sure. to, to keep the words H-O-S-S out of my f- possible followers. Because I got three of those following me the other night. So
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah, I got... Uh, actually, I'm seeing in Streamlabs, I got three of them... Uh, two days ago, too. So
1: Yeah, probably that two days ago was my stream. It's probably the same think. I think I think,
0: it, I think. ironically taking them out will put us back under 500 followers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're going to let him be the one who decides you get oh, chips.
0: Oh, man. Uh, we'll have to, I'll have to look at it, too. Uh, and then Twitch immediately decided within a few days, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We built up a little goodwill with this. Uh, uh, so let's go ahead and see if we can sneak yep. this press release out the door uh, <laughs> and get rid of it. Uh, get rid of this press release Twitch is going to be adding a new feature That lets viewers pay money To advertise their favorite streamers On the site So if you like Ready Check Radio You can pay cash To Twitch To, Twitch. to promote Ready Check Radio On Twitch's homepage This is part of the whole boosts
2: On, on, thing. on a Twitch user's homepage Yeah not Not the Twitch main page it's a Twitch, another Twitch users' homepage. Well, you
0: can pay to make the boost as big as you like. Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: yeah. But I'm wondering because you you buy boosts. But from but what it I is assen-
0: right. But it is essentially you could add get front page recommendations for the creator. Yeah, their quote is: "Each community's members' purchase will add more front page recommendations for creators." We'll call out to the community who's made a purchase and show exactly how many recommendations the community has unlocked as the purchases roll in. Is, uh,
2: is it a one? Well, what what I was wondering is, are these boosts they buy? Is it one to one? So if you buy one boost, is it one recommendation? It's like one thousand.
1: Person? I thought it was like <laughs> one thousand per. Yeah, it? it's it's
0: yeah, it's a. I hate this whole thing.
1: I, oh God, yeah, yeah, it's it's.
0: I hate do this the whole do
1: thing. the Fallout thing. Everybody disliked that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 and who didn't yeah. like that? Everybody. Everyone yeah. disliked that. That's yeah, is
1: rather as than someone, as someone else said uh, that the reason Twitch wasn't allowed for paid boosting services is because they it's wanted It's a thousand, them thousand per buck.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what we thought. A thousand, a thousand per, per buck, buck.
2: Yeah. Well, like like Tarkov is saying, who goes to the homepage though? Yeah. Who goes? I, do by, <laughs> by I do by accident. by accident.
0: But my <laughs> though, so TV on the
2: following if i
1: type in twitch.tv into my stream and then i, I start type like i'll start typing like mmo bomb but like, oh no wait it's supposed to be on ready check so i, I delete mmo bomb but then i like click enter and it takes me to twitch.tv straight before anything else oh, God. that's the only <laughs> time i ever wind up there
0: i i can't tell you the last time i saw the front page it's, i i, 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 I don't know what the, the front page looks like i click the email notifications for the channels i like that that's mm-hmm. that's what i do jason's live okay click you know those, well, No, you never a, watched me. Shut up. Hey, I've watched you before. I didn't watch you <laughs> this week. I was in the bit, in the middle of conference calls with Asia. I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. Hey, uh, I am very, very happy, gentlemen, at this rumor, because I think there's one of those, it's corroborated by so many different sources that would come across the information oh, wow. in different ways that I'm very happy. But there are rumors that Konami is working on a new Metal Gear, Silent Hill, and Castlevania games, including a remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater in development. Uh, Castlevania game is a total reimagining of the series. That's being done by an internal studio in Japan from these uh, rumors. Uh, The source of these rumors, I guess I should say, uh, is from Andy Robinson who was telling the main source for this, uh, at least from Conversations uh, at GameSpot was Andy Robinson talking on the VGC Off the Record podcast this past Friday, and there's also a VGC story published on the site. The Metal Gear project is said to be in the works at Virtuous, the Singapore-based studio that has worked on a series of high-profile games and ports, including Dark Souls and The Outer Worlds for Switch, and multiple Silent Hill games are in the works, one of which has been outsourced to a prominent Japanese developer, Robinson said, All of these new projects will begin to be announced in 2022. GameSpot obviously contacted Konami to try and get more uh, information. They didn't. Uh, But this comes from basically Konami saying, you know what? Maybe we should shift our focus back into big, large-scale game development for our key IPs. Uh, And maybe that's not a bad thing given the way the eFootball series is being (laughs) received right now on steam i Uh, love this idea jason uh, i love this i want to see new games in those series i would like to see reimaginings uh, of some of these things but that it relies on them being good right it's good to have the rumor that maybe i'll get some new castlevania games but if they suck like if they're ps2 era (laughs) playstation uh playstation (laughs) 2 castlevania games then well shit they're just gonna look it didn't sell so we're not making it not no Acknowledgement of well, yeah, we made a shitty game.
1: You know yeah. what I'd like to see? I would like to see like a an open world Castlevania game, like a three D. A
0: new world, world Castlevania.
1: Well, no, like 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 a, like a, like a, like a uh, the Link the uh, uh, Breath of the Wild kind of game.
0: Ah, okay, okay,
1: something like that. You could use yeah, your yeah. You could use your your whip to hook onto stuff and whip around and climb and so forth, all that stuff. It
0: could be interesting.
1: That's what I'd like to see. I don't want to see a remake of another 2D game. I don't care. I love Metal Gear Solid 3, and I still don't want to see a remake of that. I played it already. I played it like twice. So. All
0: right, so not as happy as I am. Yod, where do you stand?
2: I'm wondering who this high-profile Japanese company for a Silent Hill game
0: is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we already knew this right? Silent Hill game in development. It's called Abandoned. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't do that. Don't do that.
2: Oh my god. Where, where's the corkboard? <laughs>
0: uh yeah, by the way, the reference to e-football there that is not being received well. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah, no no
2: it's better now it's up to 10 percent positive yeah it Ooh, was eight a it was hard, eight yeah. when we wrote it so on mobile. so what are these complaints that people are having with oh it's games? awful
0: it's <laughs> awful like people are bitching about content which i'm not really sure why because we knew well maybe they just don't follow the way we do mm-hmm. uh we knew that it was going to be light on content when it launched they were very open and upfront about that but apparently it, like ball physics though, right? what's that
2: it's a sports game, yeah, right? So- it's yeah, soccer. Sport, so. yeah it's soccer. So, it's it's <laughs> their new
0: PES. They they don't do Pro Evolution Soccer anymore. It's now called eFootball and it's free to play.
2: Okay, so it's it's one team against another team Playing a match of soccer or football, depending on where you live. Right, but the ball doesn't do
0: what it's supposed to do sometimes. The players don't do what they're (laughs) supposed to do sometimes. Some of them just watch the ball. Yeah, it's getting slaughtered. And even so, imagine
1: imagine if Madden NFL decided it was going to be free to play, and then you know, and it it didn't work. Well, and it only had like eight teams. Like we'll get the rest later, but for now, it's only got eight. Yeah, yeah, that that wouldn't go Eh. over well.
2: Yeah, that that would kind of suck. Yeah, I can see that. So.
0: So. I I I love that rumor. And and like I said, I I'm all for it. Jason's not, but whatever. Oh, I I'm guess I it. guess the rumor uh, by like the way it. of the 4K Switch Pro, yeah, that is uh, that rumor we talked about, that's dead. And Nintendo Fairly. Nintendo got fed up with Bloomberg is what happened with this one. Uh, Bloomberg wrote a report that Publishers were getting builds of uh, and, and pressure from Nintendo to build 4K games for an upcoming Switch Pro uh, that was then canceled. And Nintendo was like, okay, no, Bloomberg. And they released a statement saying that Bloomberg falsely claims that Nintendo is supplying tools to drive game development for a Nintendo Switch with 4K support. They insist that it is not true. Separately, it says they have no plans for any new Nintendo Switch other than the slightly refined OLED model uh, that we talked about previously and comes out next week. A Zynga spokesperson, Sarah Ross, also denied the report, telling Bloomberg and Kotaku to clarify, Zynga does not have a 4K developer kit from Nintendo and that they weren't asked to, to do games like that and they have not received any other kits from Nintendo. So I guess that one is right. dead. I
1: guess that one's dead. Except if you read the last paragraph of that article.
0: Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs>
2: yeah. I didn't get that far.
0: <laughs> God, to...
2: doing all the hard research. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah, because Katak or The Verge did kind of say, "Hey, look, weighing against a Nintendo statement with even a little bit of wiggle room, I tend to believe 11 sources over the company, particularly when the company's under investor pressure." To have its new OLED handheld uh, do well on launch day. So Bloomberg standing by their reporting. Saying, nope, we got too many insiders telling us this for this to be false.
2: (sighs) Well, maybe.
0: Hey, uh, David Jaffe is getting on my nerves.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that one. That one's a little annoying.
0: See, obviously I don't know Jaffe personally so I, I shouldn't say he's getting on my nerves but you know, and I, he certainly doesn't know me I'm just some weird little dude on the internet that nobody knows right uh, but he's a little miffed that he is the creator of uh, a couple of Twisted Metal games back in the day on Playstation um, he doesn't like that there's rumors that a new Twisted Metal game is in development and that he was not Contacted in any way, shape, or form uh, about it. Sony just didn't reach out to him at all, uh, and so he took to his YouTube channel and said things along the lines of, "Quote: I know things. I know where the bodies are buried. Hell, I know who pulled the trigger before they buried the fucking bodies." Yeah. He does say that, hey. Uh, you know the the Netflix series that's in development for around Twisted Metal. He said that those companies reached out and they were very respectful and they they talked uh, and everything. He might not have anything to do with them, but you know, acknowledged, hey, that was respectful, but says Sony just has not done the same. He also says, like, hey, I, I don't have any relationship with Sony. Like I, I don't have any relationship with them to this day. And he said that the studio behind the TV series, it was respectful and nice thing to do to reach out to him and he appreciated it, but he didn't get that from the game people. It's unclear what other classified Sony information Jaffe knows, who he seems like he might share some in the future. And he feels like Sony has completely cut ties with him. And this is one of those things where I'm just kind of, I'm not going to give names, but I once interviewed for MMO Bomb, a very prominent game developer that was the creator of a series you absolutely know uh and i walked away from the interview going that guy's a real asshole that guy is a real asshole um it was just not i didn't like the interview when i was done with it and i think i only used a third of the stuff that we talked about and this just kind of rubs me the wrong way too i get you know being a little upset Feeling like you created something, Jason, and somebody's going to walk in a different direction with it. And they didn't say, hey, Jason, what do you think? Are you cool? Would you like to be a part of it in some way? Or even not just, you know, call and talk to you. I get that. I'm not faulting him for feeling that way. But I also have to say, you don't work there anymore. You haven't had a relationship with them for a while. You have no claim to the IP. And this all reminds me of that previous interview that I did because this person was in the same spot. They didn't work there anymore. They hadn't for years. They had no claim to the IP. Uh, and then to just like go off on this, I know where the bodies are buried. And the only reason I haven't said anything is because I still have friends that work there. And I could have sunk every announcement you guys have had over the last two years by revealing them early. But I didn't because friends of mine work there.
2: Okay. well they're like, Once those friends no longer work there. But yeah,
0: that was, that was it too. Once they no longer work there... Well, once they no longer work there, you won't know any of the announcements ahead of time, right? <laughs> yeah, because <Yeah>. that's. Seem- <laughs> uh. I don't. I just uh. rolled my eyes so hard, Jason. They almost fell out of my head.
1: Yeah, and it's like what I tweeted out a couple of days ago when I talking about New World. Where it said director, this is one guy, and I was like, okay, yeah, okay. David Jaffe did not make Twisted Metal. Yeah. David Jaffe and a lot of other people made Twisted Metal. It's, it's good that he was a big part of it just like you know we talk about Kojima and Metal Gear and so forth but right. that's not the that's not the end of it so no. the fact that he decided to move on from it well they decided to move on from him too so yeah they don't owe you nothing
0: yeah and I get like being oh man you know what I would have appreciated a call you know I, I, was, yeah. I was part of that too but you know maybe they just don't feel the same way uh, and I get even being a little upset but yeah they think he just I don't know
2: I mean, owning properties and working on properties and stuff is something that, you know, I have to deal with occasionally. And it's, I mean, a lot of times you do feel a little bit of ownership when you're working on this stuff. Absolutely. you put your heart and soul into it. Absolutely. Which is fair. Uh, But the what it comes down to at the end of the day though is when you're done with that project and you walk away part ways with the company that's producing that project and they decide to put someone else on that project even if it's 10 years 20 years 30 years down the line and they decide to revive it again you're out of the picture yeah. you've done your thing and you walked away and are doing other things they don't need to come back to you and say hey man we're going to revitalize this project now because you did your thing you completed your contract
0: rolled my That's eyes to- hey just in time <laughs> yeah. for halloween last two bits before we wrap it up with game of the week just in time for halloween yad we made it jason doesn't care <laughs> but the resident <laughs> evil 4 vr remake is going to release yes. just in time for halloween we're going to see it on october 24th RE4 going to VR. I loved RE7 in VR. I still haven't tried 8 in VR. I need to. But I loved RE7 in VR on my PSVR. Uh, this one does have the little caveat, by the way, though, that it's only going to be on the Oculus Quest 2. Uh, right. So you have to have that to play. We have that. So I'm, I'm okay. Uh, but I am super interested to, to give this one a whirl on VR. It yeah.
2: looks good. It does, yeah, doesn't it? Good. The... The floating hands bothers me not as much as the limp wrist ones do, but the floating hands with no forearms do bug me a little bit, but everything else looks amazing.
0: Yeah, it really does. No, no, like, full RE remake for just regular consoles right now, Chad, uh, but this is for a VR remake, uh, just a VR version remake. I'm just just happy I get to play it, like, right around Halloween. mm. We've already started at this house. My oldest son put together a list of one halloween or a scary related movie per day from october 1st through the 31st so yesterday we kicked that off with army of darkness Um, absolutely had to watch it hail to the king baby uh had to watch it that way so that's where we started got another one up tonight uh and this last piece is you know i probably should we should start doing a segment gentlemen if you come across them save them for me uh because i wouldn't mind doing this type of segment I, I just the dumbest fucking gaming headlines that you can possibly find, or the just most wildly misleading headlines designed mm-hmm. to just clickbait you in. I'm going to read you this headline. Okay. And you're going to tell me what you think it means. Discord is now usable on Xbox consoles thanks to latest browser update. Sweet. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah yep. right? We log into our mm-hmm. Xbox. We hop on Discord. We don't have to yep. use that bullshit Microsoft chat anymore. That's yep. sweet. Yep. Subheadline latest update for Xbox consoles. Changes how its Edge browser works, allowing users to run Discord, though not at full functionality. Okay, well, I understand that. I mean, there's some things in Discord that you probably really wouldn't want to use or have the ability to use on the console, right? Okay. Yeah, right, right. I am all thumbs up. Now I got to go in and read the article. Although, do I really, right? The headline kind of speaks for itself. I sh- should be able to go download yeah. Discord on my, uh, update Edge on my Xbox and download Discord. Absolutely. I mean, chat, that's, that's the way, right? Yeah. I'm f- oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh? I'm like, Yod, you're reading the whole article. Oh. I did
2: read this whole article. Okay, okay.
1: Go ahead, read it for us, Mike. The yes. Cool Tell go, us, Mike.
0: This is not... Xbox users are already testing the limits of how Discord can work within the new Edge browser. The great news is that it works entirely when the Edge browser is open. Users can read and participate in text chat with ease. They can also join voice chat and talk uh, as if they were using Discord through a browser.
1: Can I just stop right there? I just want to say it says, Testing limits how Discord works within the new Edge browser... Good news is it works entirely when the Edge browser is open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just saying my computer works while it's turned on. Yes.
0: <laughs> the How's bad news. The, the bad news. The bad news. Is bad that news. voice chat doesn't stay open if the Xbox users tab back to a game. Well, So then, while Discord can be used casually, it's not a replacement or even a secondary option Next to Xbox Party Chat. Oh, so you meant you meant to say it's fucking useless then?
1: For, for gamers, yeah, yeah. Because yes. when yes, the gamers.
0: hell am I going to boot up my Xbox to open my Edge browser to sit and talk to you on Discord? Exactly, Ninja. What is the point while not playing a game? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not it's even for those
2: like people I, who don't have uh, phones that can download Discord.
0: Everybody's got phones, right?
2: <laughs>
1: Now, does it work like you know the the other thing I think is does it work if you're like playing a movie through something on your on your You your have box? to have the
0: edge browser open.
1: Yeah.
2: Sure. It's gotta be front and center. Okay, so even if it's not in the background wall,
1: it says it just
0: only mentioned games. I didn't know for no, sure. No,
2: the, the moment it goes into the background, you're you're done on voice chat. Wow.
0: Hey, this new cool thing you've wanted on Xbox and PlayStation for a while. It's finally on Xbox. You can't fucking use it for what you'd want to use it for, mm. but it's there. Yeah, yeah. But it's there. Hey, you can't, yep. this thing can't stream movies, but Netflix is on it. Yep. <laughs> I thought you said the rest of the cast was going to be good
1: news. What are you doing? <laughs> point
0: us out on, on this one. I field? just wanted to point out dumb headlines. So if you see dumb headlines this week, put them in the comments below or just wildly misleading like that one was. I literally labeled that. This is a headline I'm pretty sure made people happy until they read the damn article. Let's slide over and do games. Oh, we. Ninja pandas in chat. You might as well give them uh, MSN Messenger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For those of you that don't know, this is Games of the Week. This is the segment we wrap up the show with every week where the three of us give you a game. It could be something we're playing now, played in the past, never played but want to check out, or board game, card game, whatever, uh, and recommend you should check it out. In the comments below on readycheckradio.com and on YouTube, you need to let us know who gave the best recommendation for the game of the week. I'm going to go with one that 24 hours ago I wouldn't even have thought to recommend to you. So I've known about Ascension for quite some time. You may too. The World of Warcraft not exactly legal servers uh, that <laughs> modify the rules of some things and you know if you want to be a rogue that can cast fireballs and make yourself invisible while having some holy pally healing spells for you you can absolutely do that, and the team's been working on a bunch of other things, including an alpha with like 21 unique classes they're making and all kinds of fun stuff. So if you've wanted World of Warcraft with the rules gone, somebody in my raiding guild last night, you, you know little Missy if you've watched uh, Ready Check Radio for a while. She did uh, Lore or, or Lies segment on our uh, Blizzard podcast, and will do when we revitalize that her fiance is a friend of mine a healer in our guild and he said i gotta get you to check this out with me and i said well i know what it is and he's like come on you gotta check it out i wake up this morning i got a fucking lincoln discord not on my xbox on my pc uh a lincoln discord that's just to it so i booted up i spent all afternoon fucking playing it i'm gonna play it later tonight too uh as, as soon as i get all this up too so that's gonna be my recommendation free to play ascension user buyer beware i guess because technically it is an illegal server uh so it could be gone at any given time you never know what happens with that stuff so buyer beware uh but you know unless you want to use their cash shop for convenience stuff it's free anyway so enjoy have fun i'm loving oh wow (laughs) scream is in chat there's there he is uh so yeah i'm gonna recommend ascension jason you're up
1: uh, well, you asked me you know, a week or two ago, I think, why I don't play Final Fantasy XIV, and I gave a kind of half-assed answer about, eh, I just don't have time. Just well, I
0: believe the answer was here. bullshit, is what it was.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, something like that, basically. So to make up for that, I do want to recommend Final Fantasy XIV as my game of the week. I have played in the past. Well, I just lost. Have enjoyed it. <laughs> Ooh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I figured I got to go with something a little off, something you wouldn't expect, just, just to mix it up this week. So, yeah, definitely. It's. It, did you mention it has a free trial at level 35? Was it 30, what final weeks? fantasy? Yeah, 60. 60. Okay, well, yeah. it's, it's, it's an award winning game with a free trial up to level 60 and includes the Heaven's Ward. I ex- do no.
0: yeah, yeah, it does. Heaven's you're good, ex- you're good. There you go. Okay, I'm yeah. sure
1: but yeah, definitely. Uh, you should try it out. I hear it's good, you're award the- winning.
0: You're an asshole. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> go ahead, Yod.
2: Wow. <laughs> Well, I had, I did not. know. I mean, it doesn't
0: matter game. what game you say yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, we lost. Did.
2: Yeah, we we lost. But I'm, I'm gonna. I I gotta even vote for Jason. Mike, all you have to do is suggest
1: Crusader Kings, you'll get my vote.
0: Yeah, there we go. I could, I could do that. I could definitely do that. Yod froze, so I don't know what's going on on his side there on Discord. He
1: just, he just, bought, he just like noped out. Like, yeah, he just left the, the show.
0: Lost. He was <laughs> like, "Fuck it." He said, "Final Fantasy XIV." I lost. I lost. So yeah, he's just gone. Yeah, he is. He's absolutely just frozen. Okay, well, good there show. you go. So there's your choices. Essentially, Ascension- oh, he's back. back. He he's back. You're back. Back. back? back? Okay. okay, you're back. Okay. 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 So what's your recommendation? Sorry. We thought you just pieced the hell out.
2: Nope, nope, nope. I will go with Gungrave.
0: Yeah, you lost. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <Yep>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I you saw, a, just I saw a trailer
2: for uh for the new one coming out. And right. I did not know they were making it, so it. Remind me of the good times of shooting things and gun grave.
0: Awesome. But yeah, I lost. It's yeah, all Jason I lost too. Jason's going to yeah. win. But, you know, whatever. Maybe nobody will comment. Maybe we I, – I know I got Scream's vote. So Scream will go and comment on Ready Check Radio on YouTube, and then maybe nobody else will comment, hmm. and I'll win. And I'll win. We'll see. No show next week. We will be streaming live from – uh, it's uh, too many games uh, in Philadelphia next Saturday. Uh, so look for those follow us on twitch follow us on twitter we'll tweet out when we're gonna go live stuff like that hope you'll join us and check out some cool retro games and see if we can't get some good prices while we're on camera on some nifty collectibles that maybe i don't already have uh until next time no stream right after the show with torchwick he had a cold like two days ago and he's still just a little coffee from the cold so don't want you to listen to that tarkoth will be live later tonight though midnight eastern i don't know what he's streaming yet normally i don't find that out till like an hour ahead of time anyway uh so stay tuned to twitter he'll be live later tonight until the next time we're all together yod where can everybody find you
2: uh yada works on twitter yada works on facebook and not this week but next week here on gaming gumbo
0: jason
1: i'm on twitter winter informal streaming at twitch.tv slash jason winter
0: so apparently Targoth is doing Final Fantasy IV, which I'm assuming is the pixel remaster, uh, unless he's gonna old school pull out the cart and do it. Uh, oh, and he's doing his one chip challenge. Yeah, so we will be scheduling that. Um, it won't be scheduled for next week. We will set up the schedule for it next week. So it'll probably be the week following. Since we did hit 500 followers, I will count it even if the removal of Hosses takes me below 500 again. Um, <laughs> We will do our real people follow us. uh, Yeah, real people follow us, please. Uh, we will do the our one chip challenge. But Tark wanted to do his own in support of the channel, which we thank him for. So at midnight tonight, Eastern time, he will be doing the one chip challenge on stream here tonight. So and then playing some Final Fantasy Four. So check that out. Uh, Until next time, gang, this has been Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up show. You can follow me on Twitter at MagicMan1, but follow RC Radio first. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Later!